0: Welcome back to the Ashcraft Minecraft podcast. I'm your host, Asher, and today we'll be reading chapter four of Matt Forbeck's Minecraft Dungeons Rise of the Archillager. Let's jump right in. Help! The villager hollered at the top of her lungs as she hauled on the bell's rope, ringing loud and clear, Help! Until that moment, Archie had held out some insane sort of hope that he'd be able to talk with the woman and get her to see his point of view. He'd planned to just turn around and run like a herd of creepers was after him the moment anything went wrong. But when he went to do just that, an iron golem appeared out of the darkness, cutting off his clearest avenue of escape. The golem reached out to grab Archie, and he squealed in terror. Before the massive creature could crush him, though, the villager signaled for it to stop and stormed up to interrogate him instead. Where are the rest of them? she demanded. What's your trick here? No trick. Archie put his hands up in a way that he hoped would calm the villager down and show her that he meant absolutely no harm. I'm here alone. Liar! Illagers like you never come around here for anything but looting and pillaging. Archie took heart from the fact the villager hadn't let the iron golem smash him flat. He knew that the illagers probably wouldn't have been so patient if she'd showed up in their camp. The woman turned her head for an instant to call for help again. Archie didn't want to run away. He wanted to have a chance to explain himself and plead his case, but he knew that this would probably be the only chance he would have. His sense of self-preservation took hold of his feet, and before he knew it, he would tried to bolt away from both her and the Iron Golem. He wasn't nearly fast enough. The Iron Golem snagged him before he even got a full step away. Archie tried to squirm out of the its grasp, but the iron golem's grip was strong as steel. "'Where do you think you're going?' the villager said with a snarl as she got right back into his face again. "'Don't kill me!' Archie screeched, now in raw panic. "'I just—I don't want to die!' "'Then you shouldn't have come here, illiterate scum,' a deeper voice said from off to Archie's right. Archie wrenched his head around to see who had joined them, and he spied a villager standing there brandishing a garden hoe. He wore a wide-brimmed hat and clothing streaked with sweat and dirt. The sight of him made Archie scream in terror. "'Put that thing down, Sala, the woman said. "'I've got this under control.' "'Doesn't quite look like you do, Yumi.' The man didn't drop his hoe. In fact, he came closer with it, waving it in Archie's face. He's a squirmy sort. Just back off and let the iron golem take care of him. This isn't your standard sort of illager here. He seems smarter than the average ones. Yumi leaned over and hissed in Archie's ear. And if he's actually smart, he'll stop squirming around so the iron golem doesn't accidentally hurt him. Archie froze. A handful of other people appeared behind Sala, all wearing looks of fear mixed with anger. They were upset about being woken up in the middle of the night, and they were ready to run whoever caused that out of town. Archie glanced back over his shoulder, slowly enough not to make anyone think he was trying to escape, or so he hoped. The iron golem loomed over him with a its unblinking eyes, and Archie realized exactly how much trouble he'd gotten himself into. Archie slumped to his knees. I'm sorry, he said meekly to, the, to Yumi. I didn't mean to cause any trouble. The woman knelt down so she could see his face. She wasn't a big woman, but Archie was an even smaller illager. Get away from that creature, Yumi, Sala said, gruff. And angry still, the Iron Golem can take care of it. Despite himself, Archie reached up and grabbed Yumi by the arms. Please no, he said, his voice barely above a whimper. Don't let it hurt me. The woman looked at him, and the fury in her face melted. You're not much of a threat to anyone, are you? Archie shook his head, slow and sad. Then he closed his eyes, braced himself, and waited for the end. He supposed it might be better this way. After all, his tribe had kicked him out, he, and he had nowhere to go. If the undead had copped him, it would surely have been worse. Yumi stood up, leaving Archie alone on the ground. Although he tried not to, he began to silently weep. Tears leaked from his eyes and ran straight down his face to drip on the ground beneath him. Yumi, Sala said, get clear. Shut up, Sala, Yumi said as she stood stood up. This little guy hasn't done anything wrong here today. Archie blinked open his eyes, astonished that he was still unharmed. He wondered how much longer that might go on, but he didn't dare get his hopes up, not yet. "'He woke up the entire village,' Sala said, frustrated and spluttering. "'He was going to burn the whole place to the ground.' "'Yumi snorted at that. "'Do you see a torch in his hand?' "'Sala hesitated. "'He peered down at Archie and at the path he had made from Yumi's place "'to where the iron golem had grabbed him. he had pointed to a torch burning just outside her door. "'Is that not a torch?' ''Nice try,'' Yumi said. ''That one's mine.'' Sala frowned, ''so he would have taken it and burned down to your home.'' Yumi barked an outright laugh this time. ''From me?'' He She pointed down at Archie. ''That little thing? How well do you think that would go for him?'' ''He practically ran at the sight of me. He's an illager.'' ''He's an illager,'' Sala said.'' They are like mice in a house. Where there's one, there's always more. Yumi spread her arms wide and gazed out into the night. They must be hiding awfully well, then, far out of sight. Maybe many miles from here. How clever of them. Sala pulled back his hoe and set the end of the handle in the grass. Well, what are we supposed to do with him, then? We can't just let him go. Yumi pursed her lips the man. "'And why not?' Sala gestured out into the dark at the imaginary horde of illagers waiting to pounce on and pulverize the village. "'Because he'll bring them all back here to kill us.' Yumi rolled her eyes so hard that Archie feared she might fall over backward. "'Do you think the illagers don't already know where to find us?' "'You, you know they do. They used to come and raid our village all the time.' So our location isn't exactly a secret, then, is it? They could do it again. They've barely even tried since the heroes started making regular stops through here, Yumi said. Sara let out a dramatic groan. Do you see any heroes around here now? Yumi stared straight at him and shook her head. Not a one. Sala's face flushed red. Now Yumi, don't now Yumi me. Sala, you might be in charge of the village, but you're not in charge of me. He opened his mouth to protest, to say something like, but you're part of the village. Before he could actually say any words, though, he thought better of it and clamped his lips up tight. Satisfied, at least for now, Yumi peered down at Archie again. Are you going to hurt anyone here? Archie shook his head violently. Are you going to bring anyone else to hurt us? Archie shook his head again. What, what will you do if I let you stand up? Archie's mind went blank. He had no idea how to answer that question. He'd been so absolutely convinced that the end was here that his brain hadn't allowed him to think any farther ahead than that. Uh, I don't know. His voice barely edged above a whisper, but she could hear him just fine. She pulled out her hand to him to help him up. Well, she said, let's find out. Archie stared at her hand for a long moment and then reached up and took it. She hauled him to his feet. He stood there shaking. He glanced around to see that a crowd of villagers had now assembled around him, including a couple more iron columns. At a gesture from Yumi, the one holding Archie by the collar set him free. After a moment's reflection, Archie realized why. They were giving him a way out. If he wanted to, he could spin on his heels and flee into the darkness. That would have been the easy answer for everyone involved. Archie would disappear into the night, supposedly returning to wherever he'd come from, and the villagers could all go back to sleep, safe warm in their beds. In the morning, he'd be nothing but a memory to them, something they'd grumble or crack jokes about over breakfast and forget soon enough. Archie shuddered as he stared into the darkness. When he turned back toward the villagers, he saw everyone gazing at him, waiting expectantly. Some glared at him with hatred in their eyes. Others watched him in wonder, not sure what to expect from him. Yumi, though, wore a wry smile on her face. She held a hand out to him, low but open, her palm up. He reached for it. ''I have nowhere else to go,'' he told her. ''Can I please stay?'' ''Forget it!'' Sala thundered loud enough to make Archie cringe. ''I forbid it!'' Yumi drew Archie next to her and put an arm around his shoulders as she turned to face Sala and the rest of the villagers alongside him. ''I'm welcoming this little fellow into my home. He can stay in my spare room.'' Sala opened his mouth to protest, but Yumi shut him down with a withering glare. With that, she guided Archie back toward her front door, and as she reached her home, she turned the little illager around to face the crowd again. Some of the people there, including Sala, gaped at her in stunned silence. Others chuckled at the way she defied Sala's will. A couple of children who had crept out of their beds to see what was happening gawked at Archie in curious delight. They'd probably never seen an illager before, especially not this close. And the sight of him amazed them. I realize some of you may not be happy about my decision here, Yumi said. That's your problem, not mine. Now listen here. Sola started. Yumi cut him off. Clearly not caring about anything he might have to say. This little fellow, she glanced down at the illiterate What's your name? Surprised to be addressed. He cleared his throat before he answered Archie. She tried the name out for herself, Archie. Seeming to approve how it felt on her tongue, she picked up where she'd left off. Archie here is my guest. As such, I expect you all to treat him with the same respect you give to Sola's cousins when they visit. A few of the people laughed at that. Apparently, Sola's extended family had a bit of reputation in the village. She looked back down at Archie and gave him a little shake, and just like with Sola's cousins, I expect you to behave. That means respecting the people and their property. Can you do that? Archie couldn't believe how well she was treating him, especially compared to being defeated, or at the very least run out of town, and found himself eager to agree to anything she wanted. Of course I can. She gave him a firm nod of appreciation, and then gazed back out at the others. And if he can't manage that, we'll treat them exactly like we did Zola's cousins. Sound fair? The people in the crowd all murmured in rough agreement. Sala himself flushed a bit in embarrassment, and when Yumi stared directly at him, he shook his head at her. When this all goes wrong, and it will, this is on your head, he told her. It's not a question of if that little monster will cause a disaster here. It's only a question of when. Don't listen to him yumi whispered to archie out of the side of her mouth he's professionally wrong about everything she raised her voice again to speak to the crowd now that that's settled i suggest the rest of you go back home and get some sleep that's what i plan to do myself she turned around and escorted archie into her home and shut the door behind her once inside she placed her back against the door and slid down until she was sitting on the floor This placed her just below Archie's eye level. Yumi took a moment to rub her face with her hands before she regarded Archie again. "'You're one lucky beast,' she told him. "'Thank you,' he said, feeling truly grateful to her. "'I really didn't have anywhere to go. "'If you would have sent me back into the woods, "'you'd probably have been finished off by morning?' "'She finished for him. "'Of course.' "'That's exactly what Sala and maybe half the town was hoping for.' Archie nodded. He couldn't blame any of them for that. He knew that the villagers sometimes tried to raid villages. It didn't seem to succeed often, just when the villagers grew careless about protecting their homes.' but he could see how that would make the villagers hate his people. I'm not too fond of villagers myself, Archie said. Yumi marveled at him for a moment. What in the world did you do to get them to kick you out? Archie's shoulders slumped. The last thing he wanted to do was relieve all that, even for someone who'd taken such a huge risk on him. Don't worry about it, she said, as she pushed herself to her feet. The story can wait for another day. That's the end of chapter five. Thank you all for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as you did the last one. I'm your host, Asher, and thank you for joining me on the Ashcraft Minecraft podcast. Peace!